Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Thomas Fearon. How are you feeling very, today? Very... This, is, this is the first early podcast we've ever done. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, jaded. It's the... What is it? It's Monday today. Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Bank holiday Monday. So, enjoyed a little bit of uh, time off in the garden. It's been quite nice and played a bit of golf as well, which was good. Obviously, our work schedules have changed a little over the last week, haven't they? So, we, yeah. we're cramming this in at 7.30 in the morning on mm. a bank holiday. Uh, there'll be a few hangovers about, I'm sure. But yeah. you're filming today and I'm coaching. Yeah. So no rest for the wicked. Never, never stops. Never How was your stop. first week back? Uh, Coaching-wise, great, yeah. Good to see all the all my clients again and, you know, hear what's, what they've been up to, whether it was, you know, no golf people. I think that was either the way, whether you found that it was either people did stuff or just the clubs have stayed under the stairs for three months. Um, a lot yeah. more under the stairs this time, I think. That first lockdown was a lot different. Yeah, I think, especially with the weather as well, the snow, the rain, it wasn't very appealing to go and stand in your back garden, was it, and no. and have a swing. So, yeah, um, it was great. Good seeing everyone. Um, I think as well, I think people who have got in early as well, they're going to see more of a benefit because it was get out of the bad habits quickly. And they were, oh, you know, I forgot I did that and things like this. So, yeah, I've seen some big improvements. Just yeah, from- how did everyone get on? Because I was... I expected people would either probably get on a lot better than they expected or they would be completely rusty. But I would say probably 80, 90% of my lessons, I can't actually remember one lesson this week where they've been really rusty and just couldn't get it going. Most of them seem to get rid of the, the yeah. rustiness quite quickly. Yeah, it was... Fresh mind, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think fresh mind, no expectations, uh, you know, a, a watchful eye on you and you're off in the right direction as well. I've played... T- how many rounds have I played now? I played full one. I played two six-hole round. Uh, no, a nine-hole, six-hole, and a eighteen-hole yesterday. And the first two played with different people each time, and there was some bad golf. And even the stories from that, you are from yeah, I hit some pretty poor stuff. Um, but then my, my pals, and even when I was walking off the course and chatting to people, they were saying, "Oh my god, I've I've I forgot how to play." And I think if you go straight out onto the course. And you've got, a, and they were playing with like they're playing comps as well. Right, it yeah. was just like yeah, people were into wow. competitions. Um, people were into competitions first round, weren't they? Yeah. Last Tuesday comps were happening, mm. and it, I was like, I'd, I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> just let me settle back in, let me find my swing again a bit, find me touch. What did you find was the uh, toughest part of your game you playing? What you um, struggled with the most? The walking round bit. Anybody who says anybody who says golf is not a sport yeah. or doesn't require physical activity. I went to work on Tuesday when I played with a few of the lads from Trafford, uh, mm. Worsley Marriott. Yeah. Which is a bit of a slog anyway. It's not the yeah. shortest walk and it's a bit wet. But yeah, I was gonna say but the going's a bit heavy there, isn't it? Carrying the bag, I got to seven and I felt like I'd run a marathon <laughs> body Just sore. needed a sleep. Oh, it was horrendous. Yeah. Um You forget about that bit, don't you? I'm so out of shape. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I would say I don't know actually because I've hit it. I was I took a couple of lessons though, didn't I? Before yeah, before you've we been started cheating so, for the last two and a half months. So yeah, anyway. I would say yeah, that's uh, that feel. Okay. Surely yeah. it was feel. That was for yeah, me was, 50, 60 yards out. It was kind of, maybe I hit some great pitches though. By the back end of this week, I have. We're gonna worked on them. Yeah. Back end of this week, I have first. Two round because I played the Tuesday night and then Wednesday morning. You've, you've been a suit like full out golf, haven't you? Yeah, well, and obviously I'm in uh, just in a, in a flat. I've got I've got nowhere to practice. But then as soon as I was allowed out, um, 
I think I've played, what have I done? Three and a half rounds this week I managed. Whew. Two with my dad, one with the lads from Trafford, and yeah, I played nine holes. Two different courses. Yeah, I played Wesley Marriott on Tuesday, yeah. and then Hellsby the rest of the week. Nice. I'm looking um, forward to getting out to some different courses. Fancy a bit of Lynx golf now. Yeah. Now the sun's coming out, and you know, a little bit of seaside air whipping off. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. On that note, um, we said last week we we're gonna have a little bit of a competition. Me v you. We did. And I think you came up with a great idea. If you wanna give it to the listeners. So I thought it'd be quite boring just to shout a couple of numbers out and seven say that one of us beat the other. So rather than that, I have no idea what you shot. You have no idea what I shot. We've both got our scores in front of us. And I was about a little bit of a secret match play. A secret so match play. So we'll call hole by hole. I'm going to let you go first. And this, I think this will be interesting because the, obviously the pars don't stack up, do no, they? they don't. So no, where, where the holes, because Tom's played at Hellsby, I've played at Warrington, so... We both played on Sunday morning. Yeah. So, lovely weather, by the way, Sunday morning. You did ask me to take a picture, but there was 16 of us having a good crack doing the Fair draw, enough. and I totally forgot. Um... Right then. Go on, I'll let you get away on the first. So on the first, par four at Warrington. i just set the scene for you. Sun's shining. Wind's a little bit off the right. Smoked it down to the bunker. Mm. About 310. Mm-hmm. Wedged it up to 10 foot. And just rolled it in. I'm so glad you made a birdie. Yeah. Because I made a bogey. Did you? So I'm not bothered. 309 yard hole. <laughs> you bogeyed that. Did you hit driver? <laughs> I plugged in the face of the first bunker on How far is that off the tee? Well, no, I hit... Um, I just knocked a six iron down the first. Yeah. And wedge, come, pin was tucked front right. Yeah. The wedge has come up only really 10 yards short Oof. and plugged in the face. So I had to hack out sideways and... Bad. Terrible start of hell yeah, with that. Yeah. You, should, you should be birdieing that one every single time. You should throw it down and kick it on. Exactly. But um, no, I'm glad I threw one of the shots away where you made a birdie. Yeah. All right, second hole, I'll go. Uh, oh, I played that just... Played pretty boring down there. Normal four. Middle of the green, two putt. Yeah, same for okay. me. Okay, you're one, one up. One up. Um, go on, third hole. Third, oh, third hole. This is where it just shows you how crazy golf is. I topped it, like shank top. Is there not water in There front? is a water uh, feature there in okay, front. Sorry. But it was that good of a shank top that it skimmed over the water. Just down the path on the right. <laughs> down the path on the right, just short of the trees. I had to hit nine iron over. And ended up making bogey. <laughs> all right, I'll, uh, I'll take that back to all square. Feeling a very comfortable position all of a sudden after that first, okay? Um, fourth hole, par five, Hellsby. Fourth hole, par five. I um, made a lovely birdie down there, stuck it to 10 foot and hold it. So four for me. Yes, it was a four for me as well on the fourth. And is that a par for you? That is a par. All right, so I have gone to one up. How's that... Is it not just number scores we're doing? Just four versus four. Surely we're because oh. the past. Okay, I didn't it, yeah. think of that. Yeah. I was just going to say do. Seeing okay. this, folks, he's trying to cheat. Right, okay, here. I've got you. Yeah. All right, so I don't even get the bonus of the birdie. Yeah. Right. Okay. Next hole. Loser. <laughs> Stroking next one of Hellsby, and I just threw another birdie down there. Two what? in a row. Hole. Oh, I got three on a par four. Is this? We're on the fifth now. We're on the fifth. Okay. Yeah, I made a birdie there for a four. Because it's the par four, so right. all square still. Uh, well, I made a three. Oh, do you? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So one of me. Yeah. Uh, I then go and make another three, but that Oof. is a par three. Same here at Warrington, par three, the six, three. Made a three. Okay, still one up me. I then go and make another birdie, three and four holes, everybody. Wowzers. Flyer. 
Um, I'm but it was a birdie there. four. So oh four. So far, so yeah, stay the same. Uh, eighth hole, I've made another three. Uh, four. Okay, so you're two, two up. up me. And then nine, I've made a four. Lucky because I bogeyed the ninth, which is a par three. So four, <laughs> you saved me there. So two up me, yeah? Yeah. All right then, go on, I'll let you lead the way in the back nine. Back nine, oof. Four to start with. Same Terrible. for me, stay two up. What's the, what's the ninth on Warrington? The tenth. Oh, sorry, dri- the drivable par four. Well, it's yeah. three, three, little downhill. Three sixty, is it? Got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, shocking, absolutely crunch drive down eleven. And this we had this discussion, I think, in two episodes ago. Should you be able to move your ball out of a divot? Ah, oh, you're I've, cha- I've changed my mind. Yes, you should. <laughs> you were so against I, it. I smoke driver down there, and it was just absolutely disgusting. Like Bearing to- in mind, you're playing casual golf with your mates. I'm playing against me on a different course. Yeah. How does Lee Westwood feel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the rule needs to change, because I then bladed a wedge over the back of the green. Because oh, I just, well, say bladed, it was like a decent-ish strike, but just couldn't get to the bottom of the golf ball. So I take it, I am taking that hole to three up with a Thirty-two. Then I mean the yes. twos. Yes, you are. Yeah. Um, just to let you know, three under at this point. My score. Three under. Yeah. I was level at that point. Okay. I think. Things uh, might change the direction in my game now, though. <laughs> Everything <laughs> right. went a little bit different. Twelve yeah, hole. I went, to, I went to level at that point. Yeah. All right. Twelve hole. Uh, Birdie that with a three. All right, four for me. So that's uh, what's that four. now? Two up to so you. Two up me. Nice. You can have this one back as well, I think. Lovely. Uh, Let's go for the next. Par three, thirteenth, th- made three. Okay, I doubled your score on that one because I Ooh, six decided to hit. A... Have you ever tried to just hit a soft shot in and you just shut the face? Yes. So you just panic. It was only hundred and it was hundred and thirty yards, a bit downwind, and I wasn't quite comfortable with the lie of hitting a full gap wedge. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna nudge your pitch and wedge out kind of feel like I'm swinging across it slightly leave the club face open yeah they're leaving the club face open part didn't happen downwind <laughs> airmailed it downwind flyer left Ooh. OB drop again six amazing so, so that's one up to you now one up I'm telling you this is where it's all going wrong this is where it goes Pete Tong um, 14 I made four I par. made a four par as well um, 15 mm-hmm. par five for me made par Oh, thank God, because I made a bogey, but it was a par four. Oh. So it's a five for me. I'm trying to think of the last three holes. 16, par three. Ah, oh, this is where it's going to change. Um, what you make? Par. Oh, I got a par, but it was a four. So, so we're back to all square. All square, yeah. Um, 17. Birdie. But it's a par five, so it's a four. Same score. This is where it's going to... Hang on. We might be all right here. Okay, then, so we're all square. The greatest iron in on 18. Don't tell me. Three, no, it wasn't three feet, sorry. It was like a four and a half foot. And you missed the butt. And it lipped out. <laughs> Full 360 horseshoe. And the 80 of the Hells beat it at a 205-yard par three, and I made bogey, so we've just half the match. <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, I, had, I had three, actually. Do you know what? I hit it. I did all my stats on that Precision Pro app this morning. I hit 14 fairways. Yeah. I hit... Um, can't remember how many greens. What does it say there? I hit fourteen greens, and probably my longest putt for birdie was like twenty-five feet. 
Yeah, no, I hit Just some... Just hole anything. I hit some ridiculous irons yesterday, and that front nine, obviously that little flurry of birdies I had, mm. the putts were all dropping. And yeah. then as you probably, at some point, do you know when they just stop going and you start burning edges? Yeah. So even for the first start of that back nine, I was I was close, and then I seemed to have, and I had it the same on when, uh, I think Wednesday when I played, just one or two wild shots. Yeah. And to the point where both of them, that one yeah. got punished with a penalty drop. I was lucky I skimmed the water, really. I'd done the same, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'd done the same on 17 on the Wednesday, where 17 at Helsby, tight, out of bounds down the left. One, one of my, just sorry there, one of my playing partners got the shanks oh, on about the... Not what you want to see. Seventh. Did he just start tearing it up against the toe? Yeah, he, ju- he played the rest of it. I was like, listen, James, <laughs> just said his name, if he's listening. Calling him out. Uh, yeah, come on. We know what to do here. <laughs> just didn't work. Just couldn't get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, just had them. It's a tough place to be, isn't it? Yeah, I found myself it... on, on sort of shots where there was maybe a bit of consequence, do you know, where it's a lot, the course gets a little tighter. Mm. Maybe, oh, probably because we haven't played for a while, especially down 17. I found myself trying to guide it down there rather yeah. than just ripping at it. Yeah. And I've done that exact thing with the driver. Club face closed a little and it just goes out, out of bounds. Yeah. And... It's that sort of maybe confidence because we haven't played where yeah, I've, I've lost. So I'm just there's there is a couple of shots around, but other than that, I'm I'm very surprised at how well I actually. Yeah, I think it. you get back into it pretty easy, don't you? It's like riding a bike, really. Yeah, you know, it's just take that that touch, like you say, a few few puts, few chips, and stuff like that. And um, I was surprised with myself. I played bunker shots, unbelievable. So when I was out in Dubai, um. And it was with Carter. He was talking about what Pete Cowan teaches mm-hmm. with his butterfly grip yeah. and trying to hinge it more on the way back. Yeah. Unbelievable out of bunkers now. Right. Like I was always good, but then I went a bit pants. And then I did notice that my grip was getting a little bit stronger with my right hand. I go so weak with a bunker shot. Oh, I honestly. Go, I don't like go butterfly, but my left, my left hand's really weak as well. Yeah. Um, Amazing. And it, it feels great. I actually did a video on it as well. How long was that? 14 minutes and 14 12 seconds. Minutes. Quite imp- Good work. No, yeah, that's terrible getting, compared getting to normal. No, You're getting it, earlier. It was 20 minutes last oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to watch that video, it's on Matt Fry. You've got on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> About bunker <Shock>. play. <laughs> um, right then. So um, where are we going today? Take us on a journey, Tom. Take me on a golfing journey. Well, I've had a, quite a few lessons this week, obviously, with the bug. Wanting yeah. to play golf again. How many of your lessons have bought stuff during lockdown? You. I got a few texts in lockdown asking me. I think I remember maybe three texts. Do you think this will suit me? I've seen this. Um, How far will this go? I'm (laughs) sure. Don't know. How long is a piece of string? Um, But yeah, people buying in lockdown a lot. I think it's it's okay at times. Depends if you've hit that type of club before. But the the thing I want to go down here is. Obviously, there's a lot of people buying clubs. There's a lot of people maybe thinking about going for lessons at the minute. And the question is whether, well, what's more beneficial who and to who is coaching or going and buying some new golf clubs? Coaching or custom fitting? Yeah, yeah, and sometimes, not even custom fitting, sometimes just people will go and buy a and golf club because they want a golf club. It, what, what's better for you? And <clears throat> I think the first thing to ask you before that is what are the considerations before making that decision does it matter who you are what level you are etc yeah um so you know if, if you were making an argument for both you know if we took the 
if we gave it a scenario, if you said, what, someone's starting out completely fresh to the game or are we talking someone who's playing a bit of golf? I think just as a, as a general aspect, one of the last questions I've got for you actually is going to be, you've got £1,000 to start golf. Ooh. You've got to split it between golf clubs and lessons. What's it going to be? But I don't want you to answer that question yet. Okay. I just want to go down... Buying golf clubs. The route all. of... Yeah, at the minute, which one would you think is beneficial and what do you have to consider let's say yeah I think a lot of like and there's almost nowadays especially with the price of golf clubs and things like that and um, how much technology how much equipment actually comes out buying golf clubs has almost got a bit of a slant on it hasn't it like oh you've bought another new driver that's not going to fix you yeah um, but you, like I, I did again I did a video on this last lockdown we shot it at North Wales if you remember yes I do remember um, that and I always think there's three considerations um, when you're buying new golf clubs. Number one, you know, golf's a hobby at the end of the day, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yes, it's a sport, but it is your hobby. We like and, new shiny things. Yeah, and but part of a hobby sometimes is just getting a bit of new gear. You yep. might say, well, you know what? Each year I like buying new golf clubs. I, I know they're not going to make me better or improve my game, but I really like having the newest tailor-made or the newest Callaway driver, set of irons, whatever it is. And if you've got the money to do that and it's not going to um, affect your you know, your life outside of golf, fine, go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, As long as you're not going in there thinking that you are buying the answer that's going to change your game, perfect. That's probably where people go a little bit wrong, isn't it, is... They think that going and buying that twist face is going to stop the yeah, ball yeah. slicing off to the right. Yeah, I've got a slice. I'll buy this club. It'll fix it. That's not the case. Um, so like, you've got that like number one point there. If you're buying just for, you like buying golf clubs, you're almost like a collector of golf yep. clubs. Like You will be a collector of cars or something. People like to just buy and sell, don't they? They'll yeah, sell it this yeah, year. They'll make 100%. half the money back. Yeah. They feel like the new driver only yeah. costs them 50%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to go and do, do it. Feel free. Yep. Um, secondly, um, is it... Is it a, like a club for necessity, as I would call it? So let's say you, you bought a package set or you've had a set of golf clubs and your your irons only came up to pitching wedge and they only went up to six iron yep. and then you've only got a driver and a three wood and you've got a massive gap in there. So then you're buying another club for, um, for this gap for the necessity because you actually need something that... You know, your three woods go in 200 yards, your six iron goes 170, and you've got this big gap in there, or you've not got a, a lob wedge, you've moved clubs. or The you're lob wedge is the golf. common one of that, isn't yeah, it? A lot of people you, stop at a sand wedge, yeah. and they might find themselves in with a tight pin trying to get over a bunker now yeah. and again. They just don't quite open the face well enough, so they need more loft. That's yeah. probably the more common one than that gap between three wood and three yeah people i think maybe. yeah even now as well though there's a lot of people who when they start buying golf clubs as well let's say you know you've played the game for four or five years you've got an old set of tailor-made or an old set of callaways that the lofts haven't been cranked on mm-hmm. um so you would find bigger gaps as where yep. you know you, you may not have a hybrid but your your three iron or say you've got four iron and you set your four irons more of a traditional loft so it's at 24 degrees mm-hmm your five wood, your three woods at 15, 18, whatever it would be. So there is that big gap there is where modern sets now, like a four iron's like 19 degrees in it, yeah. stuff like that. So there's, it, it opens it up. And then again, that comes back down to those wedges. You might need a gap wedge because you you'll may have had the, 
to sand wedge or gap wedge from your previous set. You've got a new set of irons. The pitching wedge is actually nearly an eight iron. That's the one you find and then now, you've got, isn't it? Yeah, a huge gap. I did it myself. Yeah, I go back to playing years ago in one of the old sets, maybe 10 years ago, and I would go sand wedge, pitching wedge. Wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was yeah. a gap in there anywhere. There was just an increment of four degrees, wasn't there, between over, each club? Yeah, and over time now, you've got to go sand wedge, gap wedge, pitch yeah. and wedge, because your pitch and wedge is, like I say, really cranked down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then thirdly, I think there's the 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 buying clubs for, um, you know, getting them actually custom fit. So you've you've gone, you know, you're a new, you might have got into the game a little bit more. All of a sudden you had a regular set of irons. You've now, you know, been in the gym. You started working with a coach. You're swinging it quicker, compressing it more. You now need to get some stiff shafts. You might need the clubs a little bit longer. Um, you might be shorter, whatever it may be. You need the heads making um, flatter. And there's just a, an actual need for a custom set of golf clubs yeah. because you know the way you're delivering it the the shaft or whatever it may be wouldn't be the one you know that you need we see it quite a lot and um at the range people who have bought you know i call them ebay specials oh i've got this driver here and you like they pull it out and it's like does that come from a tour player's bag or something because it's eight and a half degrees x flex yeah and uh yeah, yeah, I know you got it for thirty quid off eBay, but it's nowhere no near. One else could yeah, you don't need it. Um, so then, like, actually go and get in a, a club that would be built for you specifically and yeah. your skill set. So you just mentioned there about getting coaching, and this is a question I, I would probably say I get asked minimum three times a week. Yeah, and it's when people are having lessons and they're looking at new clubs. Yeah, they seem to be hesitant on going and getting custom fit because of the swing overhaul that they think is going to happen while they're getting coached yeah, by yeah. me or by you. Yeah. So it's a case of, well, my swing is my swing going to change that much that the clubs I go and spend sometime £2,000 on plus, mm. is that going to be a waste of money in six months when we've done a lot of coaching? Yeah, I think, the, and this comes down to how good the fitter is. Well, I actually got someone... Um, emailed me the other day from the back of some of my uh, Facebook videos saying, you know, I'm doing this and I'm working with a coach and uh, should should I tell the fitter this? You know, if you're, you're going in, a good fitter would understand where you are at your gate, where you are. They should in ask. Your pro- yeah, where like you, you tell them. Yeah, in that progress down it, you know, saying, yeah, I'm working on this. You know, it's really steep. Now we're trying to get the club a little bit shallower. Because I've had a few guys who have come in and said, oh, I've just bought these clubs. They're four degrees upright. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you were throwing it so far over the top. But we changed that. Now you're going to have to go and get them rebent because, the heel. Yeah. yeah, the heel's just going to be in. The face will be flipping. So I would say... You know, if you've got a good fitter, they'll always ask where you are in terms of, you know, working on your game progress with a coach and what your what your aim is with that coach to help, you know, understand what the changes would affect with the golf club. So, um, yeah. If, you, if you're at the very, very beginning of golf and yeah. you've maybe played a couple of rounds, yeah. there's nothing wrong with going and getting the the standard set off the shelf no. maybe even the pack you mentioned the package set before yeah uh, a lot of beginner golfers who come into Trafford golf will just have one of those 350 yeah. pound package sets and what i found with beginners i've taught is they'll normally give it maybe six months yeah 12 months and they'll yeah. go do you know what i've i've spent some money on lessons i've 
committed to the game. I know mm. I'm not going to quit tomorrow yeah. because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So now I'm happy to go and invest yeah. a lot more money into it. Mm. it. There's nothing wrong if you're if you're looking to get into golf and it's a it's a barrier which annoys me a lot really when people say me. golf is too much of an expensive sport to get into because you can go and buy as a beginner golfer with a with a general swing you can go and buy a set of golf clubs for next to nothing yeah you can go and play golf for 12 15 pound in some places you don't need to go and play these expensive no. golf courses God, no. you can have a pair of, you can have clothing which is not costing a fortune just because we have golf brands pricing things up through, yeah, the, so, through yeah. the roof you can do clubs at, at a cheap rate Even, don't think like, that what, everything's 1500 pounds 2000 pounds yeah. it's not even second-hand stuff, one of my one of my good friends, Simon SAS Golf, he's sort of putting together a like an archive of of second-hand clubs now that can be custom fit. Because you look at places like Golf Bidder, yeah, you get some amazing deals on there. You yeah. get a good set of irons. You know, it might be yeah, last year's model, yeah, for you know 100, 200 pounds. And even you know going to have them bent by the the local pro Ray down at Warrington, he's got a. You know, loft and line machine. He's got um, one for putters, one for... Um... And he probably doesn't charge much for that, does he? What will he charge no, just for sort of a club MOT as such? I think it's like £3.50 a club. Yeah. So, so you look at like, say, 35 quid for your set of irons. Then you throw a new set of grips on for 80-odd quid. Yeah, if that, and, yeah, and you, you know, you bought the clubs for 150 and you've got last year's tailor-made or something. And he can go and, you know, watch you hit a few shots. And as long as, you know, the head isn't cast if it's cast it'll only move like one yeah, two degrees much. maximum but if you've got a forged set of heads um you can bend those all day long you know up and down you can you know you can get um a splint put into the shaft to make it a little bit longer have it cut down um so there's you know there's ways around it and it doesn't have to be like tom said there spending a grand and a half well i've done the same with when i was 14 15 years old i mm. got a new set of irons and I think, to be fair, I think it was my first set of irons, adult size, that were mine. Because yeah. others come down from my dad. Yeah. And after playing for, I, I kind of went through a big improvement in my game over the, those next six, 12 months. Yeah. And all I'd done, I went to Nick Hibbs at Torex. Yeah. And he ordered me a load of new shafts in. I can't, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. And all he'd done was just reshafted them. Yeah. And it was cool. as simple as that. I've, my swing's changed. So. Yeah. Rather than going and spending a fortune on new clubs, cost me a couple hundred quid yeah. to get a new, new set shaft, of shafts yeah. and that's all it takes sometimes. And, and one one caveat to this all, I would say, is you might be a golfer who just isn't bothered about all of this. Yeah, you might think, well, do you know what? I just want some clubs, and that's completely fine. You know, if you look at like the majority of people would generally fall into that average height, average arm span. You know, move the club at an average speed. So it might be that you go, what well, do you know? I'm not that fussed about getting my irons tweaked. I would say if you're, you know, taller, shorter, feel that you got shorter arms, um, longer arms, then it's it's worth going and checking your length and your lie. But if you're just that sort of there is an weekend element. golfer where you yeah. want to just buy, just that's fine as well. There is an element to this, and I'm sure people who fit <clears throat> clubs wouldn't wouldn't completely agree. But golfers are a marketer's dream. To an extent, mm. and you've got when you've got twenty five handicap golfer. We've said it in the past. Yes, a custom fit can help. Yeah, but all that custom fit will generally be is choosing the club that you hit best yeah. and is the most forgiving. Yeah, that's not going to be as much about being yeah. upright, flat heads, 
grip size, all that stuff. So you can just go and get the think, standard yeah. club if you are the higher high handicap or average golfer, or as Matt just said, the one who doesn't really care that much and just wants to go out for some fun for four hours a day. You don't need to fall into that peer pressure of keeping up with the guy in your four ball yeah, oh, because got... he's got two grand's worth of clubs in his bag and he's better than you. It's probably Yeah, swing I think even, even the term custom fitting, it, it doesn't, like, when people think about it, it's like, oh, what shaft did you get put in? What loft and lie was it? What um, what flex was it? But I think it is the whole process, you know. So even if you went into a say see Ray down at Warrington, and you were going to go and buy some clubs and try them, even if you don't, you know, get the full process, even just well, do you think I need a five wood or a rescue wood? It's part of the process, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It doesn't have to be this soup like tour experience where you, oh well, the torque on this shaft's a little bit too much for you, so let's try this one, and you can you can have a custom fit by just going through set makeup. It can be as simple as getting yeah. a five wood instead of a three wood because yeah. it, and it, it because it's going the same distance as a three wood yeah. would go because you're getting you higher. Yeah. yeah, so you, you're just hitting it a bit better. It's not just all the fancy words and. The, the finer details which you might yeah. end up seeing at the yeah. going for or a pro. I think like again when you when we caveat it as long as you've not gone there buying golf clubs thinking that they are the solution to why you hit bad golf shots yes that you know you'll always have a honeymoon period with one you get it in your hands it feels different that's before you've paid for it yeah and exactly then as soon as you pay for even it, one of my mates yeah, working. one of my mates <laughs> the other day and at, like I've told him this for the past two years there will the way he hits the golf ball, it's going to go high. Yeah. So he's trying to, and he, he, he gets too inside, flips at it too much. So he'll either hit, a, and he's a big, strong lad as well, um, swings it quick. So his driver doesn't really come out much on the course because it's either going to go 70 yards out to the right, straight, yeah. and going at like 300, so it's out of bounds. Big high hooky. Big duck hook, like yeah. moving quick hook. Or all the stars line, he gets it straight. When he does get it going out to the right and gets it going down the fairway, it does go a little bit high, but that's because he's from the inside so much and on the up so much. So he's texting me, ringing me, I need to get a heavier shaft. I need to get, a, I said, you don't. You need to actually work on your swing yeah. to stop getting trapped inside and flipping at it. Have I played with this guy? Yes, this, you have. Yeah, yeah, I, know you, you, yeah. I know you're talking about yeah. Um, And he does the same with... That's everything where you get every slap. club that's yeah where you can get a bit slappy with his irons yeah. isn't it and yeah. really dig at yeah. them before the ball yeah exactly so it's like no that's not your that's not your solution go and work on your swing yeah it's not it's not a fast track shortcut cheat yeah. is it getting a new golf club like no. you say we we like getting golf clubs we like it if they do benefit i feel like for the last maybe couple of sets of golf clubs maybe even wedges drivers i've bought They've not really improved me. I've bought because I've needed an upgrade or wanted an upgrade. Yeah. My last set of irons, I never wanted to get rid of. I think I'm going to change my putter after yesterday's round, just because I want to look what at it. What are you using at the minute? Even roll, the... number five. Right, okay. Yeah, I might just get something different. Fancy an odyssey. I can't change my putter. I love mm. it. I might put it Can't or 15, won't. Won't. 15, <laughs> 15 years old, maybe? Mm. The original Scotty Newport 2. Yeah, lovely. Um, and I've got, a, I've got the Scotty... Go low six as well. I used that. I I actually play with. Or used to play with that really well on fast greens. Mm. So when I was in there, there was Augusta, a there was a member when I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I wish there was a member when I was in America who had one, and every time I seemed to roll it when we were out playing, mm. it would drop in. Yeah. So I got one. 
Come you know, back do you not find that could though? Not use it in this. Couldn't use it in this yeah. country when the green. It's a soft face. Yeah. And I just felt like I was whacking everything. It didn't line up properly, mm. so I can't use it anymore. You try Anyone want to buy it? Try, it's, yeah. it's on eBay. Uh, lot number. <laughs> you not find that when you try like one of your mates put us sometimes. You just Always roll works. it pure. You get one yourself. The minute the money like, transfers oh, hands, yeah. it stops going. The golfing gods go. I <laughs> got you again. Maybe that's a golf hack. We all need to buy some clubs and then swap. Yeah. So I'm using yours, you're using mine. Yeah. And everything will work. Long-term loan. Golf hack. Yeah, there we go. So, final question on this then. You've got £1,000. Yeah. And memberships and stuff doesn't count. Yeah. I'm just talking, you need to learn how to play golf. Yeah. How much are you spending on equipment? How much are you spending on golf lessons? Are they coming for lessons with me? No, with me, obviously, because... I'm better than you. Right, okay. Well, well, you can't go for lessons with you. All right, okay. Well, you, I give nine, 900 quid towards clubs and then... Uh, 50, <laughs> 50 quid to practice balls. <laughs> yeah. 49 quid in the cafe. Yeah, and a pound <laughs> to Tom. Yeah, I'd probably say um, if, if you're absolutely brand new um, to the game, and obviously it's situational, isn't it? Everyone's got different budgets, but if you've got that grand there no, that man, you're going to spend... have got a grand. Right. Um, <laughs> but if we said, you know... What's it, what's like a package set? That Callaway package set was good, wasn't it? That for edge one. Some reason one. about three hundred quid in my head for that. Yeah, I mean I think it's a bit more than that. Oh, actually not because there's four nine nine in it. I think the Cal- uh, white and orange bag. Yeah, and then there's but then there's a the X Hot Two. X Hot Twos. There's the Wilson one as well, which yeah, I think is like three really, fifty yeah. red bag. Yeah, so yeah, I pro- I'd probably go sort of fifty fifty if I had a thousand pounds, or a potentially. Um, if I wasn't going to buy, if say if you were going on that package set um, mm-hmm. thing, you know you're looking at sort of three fifty, and then the rest on lessons is you know good good chunk of lessons that in it for like six hundred and fifty quid. You're, yeah, you're um, probably looking at one every other week for ten or eleven months really. There, yeah, um, yeah. If, I, I thought about the same. Yeah. I thought maybe three hundred. 350, yeah. 650 maybe. Yeah, I'd or even just go straight down the middle, 500. Yeah. If you think, you know, 500, that's going to give you a good good stint of lessons. If you're just starting out, I think it's uh, imperative that you get into good habits early. Um, the amount of people that, you know, if we talk 10 golfers who um, played for a year without any coaching and just that package set, same package set, or we took 10 golfers who had a lesson once every other week, mm-hmm. um, I would probably bet that the ones with the lessons are going to be better, they'll get into better habits, they'll learn how to practice better. Yeah. You know, Yes, it's great going out on the golf course and you've got to get out there because that's where we, we are playing at the end of the day, but once you get into those bad habits and then come to try and change them, they're ingrained, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd probably go... 500 500 it depends what's what's on the market really yeah i'd agree with that so the answer to coaching or custom fit buying clubs it's a bit of both isn't it yeah they uh, go hand in hand really you can't yeah you can't you can't go one without the other yeah uh, and a, a if, lot of people would probably go down the line of spending the whole grand on starting to play golf and they'd have yeah the, uh, probably the higher end clubs and you, the technique then just isn't isn't gonna really make the most of them new golf clubs yeah if it was a you know a bit of a a, um, easier question to make an argument for one new driver because you're slicing it out of bounds every time or yeah. four lessons yeah exactly four you lessons in it yeah of course you're, yeah if you if you're doing that definitely lessons if yeah. you're if you're a 
already established golfer as such. Yeah. You've been playing for a while and you've yeah. you've got your set of clubs, so you do what you are are already set up. Yeah. Then yeah, if you start start going and buying a driver to fix the slice because yeah. you think the weight at the bottom of the club's gonna make a huge difference. It does. But your club it? face is twenty degrees open. Um, then the lesson's massively gonna help. So you've got to make sure and that's I think that's what we said at the very start of that is what are the considerations before making mm. the decision? That's the consideration. Where are you at now? Why are you buying? If yeah. it's the bad shot. There isn't a miracle club out there. No, there isn't. <laughs> we wish there was. Yeah. But if there was, we probably wouldn't be we probably wouldn't love the game as much because it wouldn't be as tasking or as frustrating. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't get as much satisfaction out of the good shot we hit. Mm. I think that's why that's why we get so much satisfaction. Even if you just hit one or two shots around which go very close or you feel it feels great off the club feel yeah. like you've achieved something yeah string a few holes together and you think oh I've yeah. got this if it was just easy to strike a golf ball yeah. I think we'd be bored very quickly yeah we literally had that conversation yesterday on the golf course it was a lad who was uh, shanking it he said oh, you know on the 16th tee oh, you know you get that point where it all comes together it's a frustrating game isn't it funnily enough he, he rips driver down 17 hits rescue up to like just short of the green, chips up, taps in birdie, yeah. stripes it down the middle on eighteen, hits an awesome rescue again, just to the front of the green, chips up, par. And you have to go back oh, and play golf yeah, again. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back for this. Yeah, your initial emotions after even a bad round are normally quite frustrated. Yeah. But by the time you've settled for the afternoon, if you've played in the morning, yeah, you tend to think back to the the good shot. You're telling people about the good shot you hit. Um, a lot more often than, than the bad ones. Mm, definitely. Right then, Matt, have you got anything else to say on custom fit or coaching? Uh, no. No, not really, I think. Everyone's so happy to be back, aren't they? They're looking yeah. to spend money on either of them at yeah, the minute. Yeah, go for it. Get some coaching. I would, say, I would advise everyone to get even just one lesson. Um, always. And yeah, I, I think custom fitting is great as well. I love it. Because yeah. you can, if you're a golf like geek like we are, going through that is a bit like the Willy Wonka moment, isn't it? And yeah. you get to see all the toys and all the products and even understanding why you've, you know, come out with those and what what they're going to benefit your game is always a good thing. And confidence that it is the right thing in your hand is yeah. massive to how you swing a yeah. golf club. Even it um even if you think that you've got the wrong if I if I think I've got the wrong club in my hand, I had the same thing with my driver eight months ago where all of a sudden I just didn't feel it was right for me. So I'm probably not swinging right with it. So no. I changed it. That change was probably purely just something fresh in my hands. Yeah, and I'm going to swing that, differently. Yeah. So there's that reason as well. Um, even if it's just a confidence booster that you go, or oh, this pro told me, or this custom fitter told me that this is the right thing for me, so I'm fully confident with swinging at it. Mm. Yeah, that makes a massive difference as well. So again, if even if you just feel like you need something fresh to look at, that's another reason to to go and get it. There's nothing wrong with going and spending your money at all don't think that no. you're getting frowned upon just because you are even if you are buying the new equipment every yeah. year sometimes we just like something shiny like Mag magpies. magpies yeah <laughs> right man let's get to a couple of uh, questions that the listeners have sent in okay right then everybody before we continue i just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's already sent those questions in i hope the questions we've answered over the last few weeks have really helped you all out and then secondly i just want to remind those of you who haven't got in touch yet that you can do it by just clicking in the link at the bottom of this episode if you go into episode details you'll find all the social media accounts for myself and matt and more importantly you'll find the email address 
thecoachescornerpod at gmail.com, which you can send any questions into there. Also, don't forget to subscribe or like from whichever platform you are listening on. That'll make sure you get notifications of any new releases and you will never miss an episode. Guys, thanks for listening and let's get to this week's listeners' questions. You've just said go to uh, questions there, Tom. Unfortunately, we can't because we forgot to put the post out. Work caught up with us. Been a busy week, hasn't it? Yeah, bank holiday. We're sorry, they will be back next week. But in the meantime, I did have this question. I was was going through it yesterday in my own mind and I want to put it to you. It's the Masters this week. Yep. The greatest show on earth. It feels like we've only waited about four months for the Masters. It feels like... (laughs) Feels yeah. like there was one about November time. Yeah, come round quickly, that's strange. But looking at all the players in the field now, just to make it a little bit harder, you've okay. got to put together your player who would win. So you get one player per category. You've got driving, iron play, wedge play, and putting. Who who's your player? Right. Um Right. <laughs> so I've it's whether we're going to base it off current form or whether we're going to go with past. I don't think well, you couldn't not choose any of DJ after the way he hit it in November anyway. So I'm yeah. just going to go straight in there and take him off the tee. DJ off the tee, yeah. okay. Um, Interesting. Long, generally good. He's not... He's Generally, yeah. Some would say like the best in the world well, yeah. currently at the minute. It's not like he's doing... Uh, I feel like um, Bryson could go and... Well, we know Bryson could go and just send it in every single tree on the golf course. Yeah. So I'm not doing it just based on distance. Yeah. But I'm doing it based on the fact that he hits a lot of fairways too. Yeah. Pretty easy one. Yeah. Um, I am play. I am play. Who knocks sticks out? <sighs> right. Um, I think we're going to go with a little bit of Matsuyama. Matsuyama, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Matsuyama's going to strike it into greens this week. Yeah. Going to hit everything in. What's it, what, where, he always does he all going? right, didn't he? Was he top 10 last year? Yeah. Inside top 10. Mm. Yeah, only because I'm thinking he's it, not really a case of picking the best iron player I could think of, but someone I think is going to do well this week with it. Yeah. I think he's going to play well around there. Yeah. Short game, we mentioned it last week. I'm going to have to take it. Who? I'm going to have to take Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. I've got to. I can't not. As much as I hate it, you just feel like the guy's going to miss the greens, but just chip it close. Shambolic. Where are you going with it? Where are you? So off the tee, I'm thinking Rory. Really? After after previous comments and where yeah. he's just he doesn't he, feel. He, great. he hits it long enough. I know he loves hitting it left as well off ten. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell him he's not. <laughs> not allowed to drive off ten. Four iron off ten. <laughs> Listen, Roy, we've had a chat, and uh, what I've been thinking is it's four iron down ten for you. Um, yeah, he's he's just phenomenal off the tee. He's class. Okay. Um, now, I am play. Uh, I'd actually go DJ for I am play. Okay. Because once Rory's ripped it down there, DJ's only got like an eight or a nine iron in. Lob wedge. And he's, he's class with those. Okay. Yeah. Then wedge play. Well, sorry, when you're saying wedge play, we go and kind of... I kind of went with around the greens there. Yeah, around okay, like sort good. of 30 yards and in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Justin Thomas. Yeah, nice. Yeah. 
because he's just class. Class okay. with a wedge. I love his action. Silky, silky smooth. And then Putin, who you, who's rolling your rock. <sighs> just thinks that 18th hole. He's got a, a six-footer to win. He's tied. I really wanted to. I really wanted to pick Max Homer, but he's never played Augusta, so you can't. No. But the way he's... The way he put, you, you really want to pick him. Yeah. Um, Not Rory. Do you go... No. <laughs> do you go experience when it comes to Augusta? Yes. So do you just take it... Do you just turn around and say, who's played there the most? Um, Sandy Lyles in the field this week. Yeah. Here all everywhere. Um, how's Justin Rose been doing on the greens at the minute? Because I know he's been Justin going Rose. a lot of... Uh, been doing doing a lot of work on his putting. Is he still on tour? Yeah, but <laughs> we need to forget about the rest of the game. <laughs> I'm trying to really take out sections of a game rather than mm. you've just gone. You just started picking top five. You're boring. <laughs> no, I'm I, trying I, to. Go. I'm throwing a curveball in here. <laughs> I'm trying to go to a few different places with this. Ah, um, oh, Tyrrell. Tyrell. Tyrrell Hatton. Never, then, he's never been a standout great putter for me. Where is he in strokes gained? Have a look. Mm. He'll um, be. Let me jump on. Uh, Tyrrell, that's, that's a wild shout. <laughs> Tyrrell hat. What if he snaps his putter after the first round? He's not going to put very well then, is he? <laughs> exactly, that's the question. <laughs> Right, where are we going here? We're going. Mind you, he does roll it quite well, doesn't he? he does. When you think of it, I didn't just I didn't just pull it out of nowhere, man. Mm. There's something in there. I can't give you an exact time, but there's something in there that's <laughs> telling me. I he's saw him hold a three footer once, and it was down and left to right, and that just stuck in my mind. Tyrell Hatton. So he's gained. Uh, he's gained point eight of a stroke over the whole average of the season. So oh, you know, strokes gained. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Alright, go on, where, where are you going with this? You're not allowed to just carry on with the world's best players. I was thinking someone like a Webb Simpson. Right. He's good with the blade, isn't he? Even though he's technically cheating because he's, he's an arm locker, isn't he? Yeah. He's one of them. But he's um, he rolls it well. You've got me clicking through strokes game now. I'm yeah. just interested to see some stats. I'm going to go off on one and just... Tom, Tom has now left the podcast. He's, uh, I'll be quiet for the next five He'll be minutes. throwing in point, he's point three, he's point one, he's minus point two. So you've gone... I'm interested. Dyril, Dyril. <laughs> Dustin Johnson yep. off the tee. Mm-hmm. Matsuyama into the greens. Yep. Fatrick around the greens. Yeah. And Tyrrell. Yeah, and I think with all of that, I just I didn't want to be boring. You, we could have sat there and just picked. We we could have just sat there. Bryson, and Rory, gone. DJ. Exactly. Yeah. I've gone outside the box. Yeah. Well, we've I've been playing. Rory's not exactly trending in form, is he? No. We've been playing a, I don't know if I've mentioned it, a very good game between me and a couple of the lads at the minute where you, we put the whole field in. You've got to pick a golfer who's going to win. We're basing it on prize money. Yeah. Once you've picked that golfer, you can't pick them again. What? So for, for the, next, the season. The following, oh, right. So, the, so we're in... I'm in a very sort of good mind space for choosing people who aren't just sitting at the top because you go yeah. and pick maybe you go and pick DJ in the Phoenix Open. Yeah, you're not picking him in the Masters. So I've been kind of taking. We're very early in the season. We only started this six weeks ago. Very so deep that. Very, I'm in very a, deep betting. Uh, I'm in a headspace to start picking outside of the boxes. Oof. Pick the winner with Daniel Berger week one. 
Did Great you? shout that wasn't it? That's yeah. I had a bet on him actually when he won. Um, who do you, aside from that, obviously it's Masters Week again. Who's who's winning? I can't look anywhere other than DJ. Yeah. I said that as soon as it, we said it in November, and we've even said it in our in our WhatsApp group playing this game. Yeah. Is any one of us not picking him this week? I Justin Thomas. So. Also a good shout. Yeah. Justin. Jordan Thomas. Spieth after this week. I know he won. Yeah. How good. And he won in his home state. I bet Texas so was going bonkers, it. wasn't it? Yeah. I was so glad to see it. Uh, did you see any of the golf? I've not. No. I was uh, seen about two tucked up in bed. At nine o'clock last night. Old man. Yeah, old. Getting old. That's it now. He's good though. He's, he's battled back, hasn't he? Yeah. He's been. I do like seeing him. I like seeing him do well. I like seeing the dynamic between. Yeah. Um, he's funny to watch, isn't he? He's yeah, like he's, great. He, he's your own commentator. They don't even need commentators when speaks. Like, Damn it, Michael! Ball at left. Yeah. He was standing there on the. Um, I think is a sixteen. The par three. Yeah. It might have been fifteen. Uh, and he's, he he wasn't really in between clubs, but the wind was playing Dusting. with him a little bit. It was up and down. Uh, and Michael Grello just turned around and goes, well, just wait for a minute then. And he goes, I can't stand here all day. And he goes, you've got as much time as you need because he's there swapping clubs. And yeah. when you see his caddy, just really calm, calm him down by yeah. going, look, you don't need to hit this shot now while you've got the wind coming through. Yeah, That's the right club when you picked it out the bag. Yeah. He stood over it, and he's obviously pressure's on now. He's got Hoffman chasing from behind. Two holes left, two shots in the lead. Bit of a dangerous lead, a two-shotter, because you, mm, feel, you might feel comfortable. Bit, yeah. And he was obviously a little bit... It was that hole with the bunker in the middle of the green. Oh, yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. So the depth of the area you're hitting to was only... It only looks yeah, like about 10 minimal, from yeah. where he's standing. Uh, so the right club is a lot more Paramount, vital than the, it, line, yeah. than the line you take. Uh like I said, he, he had one club in his hand. He wanted to change. Grillo wouldn't let him. What happened when he hit the shot? How many comments did he make? Oh, I think he. He's he got to go, Michael. Good, oh, it's up. Yeah, <laughs> he spoke a good paragraph while the ball was in the air, at least. Um, and to be fair to him, it didn't do too bad. It landed on. It went to roll up to the pin slightly and just rolled off the green to the left. He then, funnily enough, he was just behind Hoffman. I thought this was great because he rolls his putt straight past Hoffman's mark, bearing in mind Hoffman's chasing him. Yeah. And he must have hated to see it because Hoffman. he missed it. He missed it a ball right, speed yeah. from just off the green. Yeah. Hoffman got the perfect line, goes and drains it. Because oh. you must be standing there going, damn, I don't want to hit this. Because yeah. I'm just, and he did just give him the perfect line and Hoffman was never going to miss from the 15 or so foot he was. But no, great to see him winning again. Mm. He'll be a good one to watch, I think. Because he's got like, was it... He did okay last year, didn't he? I feel like he did. Well, sure, when you say sure November was, time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, he's up and around. He just sort of gets gets going, doesn't he? Have you ever been to Augusta? No. Are you going to go? I am one day. I um, think I'm, I'm going to try and, depending on travel next year, I'm going to definitely, definitely head over. Maybe do like a would, golf coaching would, school or something, take a few people. Yeah, I think I'd like to do it as a... Maybe not, I might just go. No, I was going to say, I think I'd like to do it as not really work and, and maybe yeah. even pay pay the money myself, which obviously costs a few quid to go as. Yeah. Go as a group, go and play a couple of golf courses yeah. around there. Harbour maybe Town. with the golf breaks or something. Go yeah, mm. play Harbour Town and then, uh, and then watch it. I don't think, yes, it'd be great to take a few people and go and do a bit of a coaching trip. Yeah. But also on it's, a still, holiday. it's still work to us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And we want to just be, I want to be out there carefree. Yeah. Nobody asking yeah. too much for advice. And we get it when it's like when you go and play golf. Yeah. Not that I'm 
not that I'm knocking anyone I play with, but there's times, especially when I play with my dad, there's times when he'll ask me something on the 10th of what he's been doing and I'm, I'm not watching. Tom I'm plays playing. with AirPods in nowadays and doesn't speak to his playing partners. Oh, no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, but no, we generally, how often do you watch the person you're playing with? Oh, yeah, yeah, he gets sucked into it a little bit. Like, yeah. Mm, what am I doing? Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'm either going to ruin your game yeah. because we're in the middle of the fourth hole yeah. and it's it, not going to be especially, easy to make Especially if you're beating me as well. Yeah. Oh, you, did you know that your uh, your trail person. shoulders a little bit active there? Oh, is it what? Slight um, person. Right then, so you're going Justin Thomas. Yeah. And I am going with DJ. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna throw a little bit of a competition out there today. Um, okay. I've just decided now. Actually, I thought about it the other day, and I've just remembered. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do a swing analysis for someone who's listening for free. Ooh. The person who gets it is the person who can pick the player to win the Masters and the score. Wow. What I'll do from there is, whoever the winner is of that, you've got to email thecoachescornerpod at gmail.com with your player and score. Uh, and then we'll pick the winner and you can send us two videos and give you a couple of swing tips. Mm. Make you a bit better at golf and it's all for free for you just for taking part. That's good. Masters. Masters Special Mayhem Not everyone um, Why are you running that on Instagram? Um, we'll put it out on Instagram and But yeah I, I want to keep all the answers in the same place So we will be asking for them to be emailed The answers Otherwise they won't be entered Because you know what it's like with Instagram The messages disappear after 24 hours sometimes Or mm. they fall down the down the ladder and you miss them So into the inbox of the email address Thecoachescornerpod at gmail.com uh, And we'll make sure we don't miss any of them there Lovely. What score wow. are you going with quick before we finish? Minus 10. I was going to go 12. DJ, 12 under. JT, minus 10. 10 under. Mm. All right. Good podcast, Matt. Yes. Uh, right. When we do the next one. Oh, should we do the next one on Master Sunday? No. We'll, we'll, we'll have had a few drinks. Yeah, Let's I'm not, not here. That. I've got Darcy. Fair enough. Um, right then. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Tutty bye.